Greetings everybody. This is Suzanne Pillins from Suzanne's Ministries and I'll be speaking today on the gift of righteousness section 3. Righteousness changes us. Righteousness frees us. Righteousness brings us closer to Jesus. And when we come to see life as he sees life, we come to think as Jesus would think. We come to love others as Jesus loves others. Suddenly our priorities change. We no longer think of ourselves, for we are happy and content in Christ. Now we see others before ourselves and want to go out in Jesus' name to preach, bring salvation, healing, deliverance and help to others who are dying in the clutches of evil. The following passages will provide further help and insight. We covered how sin makes us weak. When we sin, we have become weaker than the devil. We can fall into addictions like a person that steals once can become a thief or addictions like drug addiction or alcohol or many, many different addictions because we've become too weak to say no. But the wonderful thing is when we've repented, that is a radical turnaround from sin to say no to sin and yes to God, no to the devil and yes to God, and pursued righteousness no matter what it will cost us or no matter how hard it is, God actually gives us the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it because we've received the gift of righteousness by faith through what Jesus has done on the cross. Just as we receive our salvation by faith through what Jesus has done on the cross. And this leads us to living totally differently in Christ, in truth and in righteousness. And now I'd like to share how righteous God is and how we can live in this glorious righteousness. So we are going to turn to now to Psalm 36, 46, where it says, Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. And Psalm 50, verse 6 says, Let the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. And Psalm 71, verse 19 says, also your righteousness, O God, is very high. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? But let justice run down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. Amos 5.24 We don't just receive the gift of righteousness. We have to walk in it and live in it. A child cannot learn to walk unless he puts one leg in front of the other. 
As we live in righteousness daily, pursuing it with all our hearts, so we become a treasure to our Lord. And the Lord receives us as his treasure and gives us the treasures of his love, his joy, his peace, and also his precious Holy Spirit to help us in the works that he gives us to do. Exodus 19 verse 5 says, Now therefore... If you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. We can become his ambassadors to the nations in whatever giftings God gives us. The more we live in righteousness, the greater God's power and authority will be manifest through our mere human frames. And we will know the truth of 2 Corinthians 4-7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Let us aim to live in righteousness of God. And then we will live in true freedom. True freedom is a gift of salvation and a gift of righteousness. And these are the two greatest gifts of the universe. For it is these two gifts that bring us into true freedom in Christ. John eight thirty one to 36 Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him and said, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? And Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but the Son abides forever. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Everyone who commits a sin becomes a slave to sin. This is not talking about political freedom or even freedom from prison bars. It is talking about something much deeper, something from within you. In the Philippines, I visited prison and I said, why are you here? I did this wrong. I did that wrong. I sinned. I said, why did you do it? They answered, I don't know. I just did it. Did you want to do it? No. Then why did you do it, I asked. Something made me do it. Who? What made you do it? I don't know. Well, this is the case with most of the prisoners. Then I asked, have you been in prison for? Oh, yes, three or four times. I said, why do you keep coming back? They answered, I don't know. I just keep doing the same thing. Did you want to? No. So what are you doing here then? I don't know. I wish I knew, they answered. Now I have their attention. 
I said, I don't think that the prison bars of this prison is the problem because you keep coming back here. I want to share with you how to get free of the prison bars of your heart. Well, now they're really listening. Now I've got their attention. Now I can explain the fall of man, how they became slaves to sin, and God's answer by sending Jesus. And I said, only Christ can set us free from the bondage and slavery of sin. Salvation is an act of saving us from destruction, delivering us from sin and its consequences, and preserving us for everlasting life. Redemption is salvation from sin, a release by purchase. Jesus redeemed us. He brought us back from Satan by paying the price on the cross. Delivering us from sin and its penalty. And he did this by going to the cross. You know, all these prisoners responded to my invitation to receive Jesus as Lord. So redemption and the gift of salvation is forgiveness of sin and deliverance from sin. And the gift of righteousness is freedom from sin. As we die to the desires of the flesh and take up our cross to follow Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, But of him you are in Christ, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Jesus is our salvation. Jesus is our redemption. Jesus is our righteousness. And Jesus is our true freedom. Acts 13, 37 to 39 says, But he whom God raised up saw no corruption. Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sin. And by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Jesus is our true freedom from everything from which we could not be freed from the law of Moses. Freedom from sin, freedom from eternal death, freedom from every clutch of the devil, freedom to live in Christ. In Romans seven seventeen, it says, For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one, Jesus Christ. For freedom, Christ has set us free. So let us receive and pursue the gift of righteousness every day of our lives so that the God may raise us up in freedom in him over every sin. For the, if the Son sets you free, you are free 
indeed. And if any of you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Savior and would like to be free from sin, free from the death, and free from sickness, I'd like you to say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Savior. Teach me to walk in righteousness. Please give me the gift of righteousness and the gift of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you just said that prayer, join the church, buy yourself a Bible, pray every day, and pursue righteousness every day of your life. And you will be free indeed. And you will have eternal life forever and ever with Jesus in heaven. And if any of you are sick and want to be healed, just lay your hand on your sickness and your pain right now and say, Lord Jesus, lay your hand upon my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Just receive your healing in Jesus' name. And know it says in the Bible that every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Jesus won this victory on the cross and every sickness has a name and every demon has a name. So in the name of Jesus, it has to go. So we command, sicknesses leave these bodies now in Jesus' name. Pain leave these bodies in Jesus' name. Bodies be healed in Jesus' name. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. And remember, God loves you so much. This is Suzanne Pillins of www.suzannesministries.co.uk That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S ministries.co.uk God bless you so much. And remember, Jesus loves you so much.